welcome to the another session of your cloud security foundation course so we were continuing with the your we were continuing with your all uh, offensive side right now and first three days we have covered what is the pen testing why it is necessary we go with the info so you know the, the different different kind of these stages of all these kind of a thing and know uh, uh, that what is the information gathering what is going to be the your scanning so this was something that what we were seeing yesterday and now today we will be moving ahead from that and bit of the part we have already seen yesterday as well okay so we will be starting with the today's agenda there is going to be the your enumeration introduction first of all okay enumerations introduction then there will be the introduction to the metasploit framework we'll be talking about the enumerating different services using the metasploit framework then exploiting vulnerability to gain the access itself so this is going to be the our today's agenda what we are going to learn and how you know we are going to go ahead and going to talk about the whole scenario over here now we will be starting first of all with the your enumeration that what is the enumeration so yesterday we have already talked a bit about it okay so let me just get us started with the enumeration introduction so when we are talking about the enumeration introduction over here so enumeration if you will see here is a process of network security that involve gathering information about a system or a network so already bit of a thing we are already doing so enumeration is the process of using different technique that can query a device or a service for information about configuration and resources so already we start collecting some information okay now we are going to go ahead and we are going to be your you know we are going to go ahead and we are going to be uh, talking about the collecting more information now okay so it is the very common step which you can say kind of a active you know your uh, way of interrogating active way of engaging with your target means you are going ahead actively asking your uh, you know system connecting with it you know getting some result out of it so that is going to be the active enumeration what we are talking about so that is the first thing the outcome of the you know the, this whole thing will be you will be having more information now so what it will be doing it will be helping you to identify you know potential targets and vulnerability for the exploitation so if you know already we have a target inside right from the scanning so what we are going to do we are going to find that whether there is going to be some vulnerability so remember when yesterday i was talking about something like banner grabbing okay that was helping you to perform the enumeration now you were having what you were having the particular uh, your idea that what you want to gather over here so there you have the particular idea that version you know like open ssh 2.9 p2 i was talking about i was showing the cves over there so what could be potential vulnerability that is going to be in there right so what is happening you can you know what you can say that when you were doing scanning and finding a target when you connected with that particular you know host you can interrogate it for the more details that is going to reveal the additional attacking vectors for you okay that is going to be the one thing now the output output or outcome of this enumeration they can often be used directly to exploit the system and penetrate deeper into the network 
So that's why often enumeration, it can be done remotely. And although some enumeration can be done without the credentials as much. Okay, so it is usually much more successful if you can go and first log in and then do the enumeration that will be giving you more detail. So in many cases, credential can be the part of, you know, uh, credential can be the that of an average user, not the privileged user will be helpful for us to get more detail about your target. So the goal of enumeration is to create a detailed understanding of target network, including the hardware, software configuration, user account, security policies, all these kind of a thing. So when we talk about the techniques that perform enumeration can help you discover information that is going to include some of the following like operating system details. Okay, your network infrastructure detail, username of valid users with that usernames and group you can find something like what are the username and the groups as well which group they belongs to okay username group email address contact information password hash you can found host name domain name ip address some volume shares services policies audit setting you know some configuration setting routing the mac you know, routing mac neighbor table in you know different uh, your patch level component driver printer and print job running processes register key you know a lot of things you can find out with the help of the your enumeration itself so when we are talking about the target as well so what will be the target for enumeration similar say same as your scanning what we were doing so what was those server router right switches network services so these all could be the part of it. And very first step yesterday we were talking about that was the banner grabbing. So from where, you know, yesterday also I was reminding you that we are going to start somewhere with the banner grabbing first. So when you start with that banner grabbing, you are just going ahead and start to getting more detail. So we have found the first open port there. Once open port was discovered, next thing we were looking for was the your Panel grabbing means, you know, grabbing, running the more of the details and, you know, finding more idea over there that what should be in there. So you can do something like these kind of the you know, tasks as well, gathering more and more. And then hyphen SV version scan you were doing that also you can do and run these kind of a things, you know, at multiple time over there. And, you know, there is a tool with the name Metasprite framework, which can obviously help you to go and do the enumeration itself over there and many other tools are there for each service if you want to enumerate there is going to be the different different tools as well now to do the you know, this complete kind of a, you know from one place go ahead and do the whole enumeration for such kind of a thing if you want there is going to be the your meta sprite framework that can help you with the same thing okay remember the virtual environment which we were using my attacker machine is Kali and name of the my target is Metasploit Table 2. Do not confuse it with the Metasploit framework, please. Fair amount of warning, okay? Metasploit Table Machine, okay? That is Metasploit Table 2. This is the framework that is in here. Now, what we are going to do in this one is, okay, uh, so we'll be starting with the your uh, Metasploit framework, first of all. So in this one, 
So this is one thing. Again, I am repeating this thing. This is Metasplite framework which we will be using for well, you know enumeration and even for hacking as well. And the machine target machine name is Metasploitable too. Okay. So the environment which we were working about yesterday, the Kali machine was attacker machine. Metasploitable two machine was the you know my target. And here today I will be talking about a framework which is known as the Metasploit frame work itself. Okay, so many of you must have heard about the MSF or call the Metasploit framework over here. So Metasploit framework, if we talk about this thing, it is a multi-purpose computer security and pen testing framework. Okay, so it is intentionally modular and it allow attacker to mix and match scanners exploit payload into a single attack okay and here when we are talking about the few same thing i have written like metasploit framework is a powerful open source tool for pen testing and vulnerability assessment over there now originally is was it was created by the hd Moore. so if you'll be opening the book regarding the these things so you'll be finding out it was originally designed by the hd Moore over uh, you know i think in 2003 itself okay uh, for the security analysis, it was later acquired by the Rapid7. Okay, which added more, you know, uh, more things over here like GUI-based commercial version. And Meta Exploit is considered to be de facto exploit development framework, and it is used worldwide for both legitimate security analysis and unauthorized activity as well. Right. And many people ask me that right, you know, why Rishabh, we are having the tools like this. If someone can, you know, go ahead and uh, simply, you know, someone can go ahead and simply uh, attack through the your such kind of a machine. So my answer is similar to that. If you will be looking into the defense of any country, right? What we use over there, guns, right? So these are the dual edged weapons. So it can be used for protection. It can be used for the, you know, defense and offense both. Similar here as well. These kind of the tools are the you know, same example that it can be used for the defense purpose and the attack purpose. Both both kind of people can use it, right? So when we are talking about this, this is a bit idea regarding this. So Rapid7, they are, you know, uh, by security professional and hacker for testing and computer system network. So same thing. Metasploit framework provide a range of tools and feature for identifying, exploiting and testing vulnerability in the computer system or network. This was what we are talking about now. So, you know, before I just, just jump in here and start talking about the Metasploit framework. So we have to see the more onto the enumeration part as well. Okay, so we haven't seen that yet. I'm just letting you get familiar with the first of all Metasploit framework. So when I will be launching it, there is going to be these things. What are the different modules? So at that point, I would like to discuss this with you. Okay, right now, what we will be focusing, we will be focusing more on the enumeration. So one way I will be telling you that how to do it. So let me just go back to my virtual machine environment. Okay, so let me just go in here. Uh, so what I will be doing. I am going to launch the command terminal over here. Okay, let me increase the size of this. 
now yesterday i did the scanning okay but what i did i didn't save the output and one of the important thing is to save the output okay so usually to my candidates i give them the example like you are doing pen testing or anything like one client is there one project you are having so simply what you need to do go to do do something like this do cd okay you will be doing the cd uh, like i always prefer this thing that go to the desktop okay so i will go to the desktop if you will see i think i already created a file with the name a folder with the name meta exploitable 2 right so i use if you you know you by default you will be not having so what you will be using command like mkdir and meta exploitable 2 right so in there you will be going and then you know once the directory is created change to that directory and then you will be running that whole scan so if you remember from yesterday there should be something like the okay look like it's not here so what i was running yesterday and map then hyphen ss hyphen p hyphen hyphen s capital v hyphen o for full scan and then i was doing something like what your uh, all six five sixty five thousand five hundred and thirty six scan i was scanning then i am going to do the operating system scan as well then i'm gonna go ahead and do something like your uh target ip address one this is my target address right so i will let it run but it will be next time i want to see this output it will not be there so what i will do i will put a pipe in between space and use command like t so whatever will be the output it will be stored in the file name and map scan like this you can do now all the output from the first part before the pipe whatever output so yesterday we have seen the you know uh, what i can say if we are talking about uh, if we are talking about that whatever will be the output of first before the pipe that will be stored with t command into the nmap scan file right so this is something that you can always do there is always the option of doing something like this so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go ahead and you know actually i'm not going to run it i'm just going to run the simple command ls okay here to see because there will be already some output from the nmap scan right so let me do one thing three files are there let me remove few of them like ftpnm and let me remove the irc scan okay and clear it now when we are talking about this thing over here when we are talking about this thing over here right so same thing when you will be running that output it will be stored only one file is there the command that i have i was about to run you know like i was running yesterday and map scan so at any point i can simply go and read this thing so not every time i need to run the whole scan which was taking the good amount of time so if you will see this was the kind of the result which we were getting yesterday right so if you remember was this one 
okay so as this was the our output this is helping us now you know making this 100 percent sure that i don't need to run it again and again right it is just here now these many ports are open and remember i was telling you the nmap alone is that much capable of going ahead and performing your enumeration for you okay and for that i was just giving you a bit of a glimpse so here you can see port number 21 is having the ftp running 22 is having ssh running uh, post port number 23 is having the telnet running there is smtp running on the 25 so if you will keep seeing these kind of a thing one after another right java rmi on the 1099 right nfs is also there so a lot of things are being run over here right now Hmm. I can, you know, actually seeing that I can exploit a lot of the things over here. So, but yes, we are having all these things running. A lot of services are open. Now, what I'm going to do, remember yesterday, last thing that I was doing was something like locate and nmap slash scripts. Okay, and enter. Right? So, once you reach to this point, okay. So again, a message I'm seeing, your voice is not audible. If you know, guys, my voice is audible, you can let other people know that yes, it is good for you. Okay. So what we are talking about is list of the script. If you will see, there is VNC. There is going to be the who is related. XGMC, XMPP related. There will be SSL related, SSH related scripts. There are SNMP related scripts, SMTP related scripts, Samba related script. There are scripts, a lot and lot and lot of uh, scripts that are in here. Now, this is too much, right? So for this, uh, for this, we have the overwhelm response and map script. Now, let's say, first of all, I have seen FTP port was open. So what I can do, I can only pick something like grab command and run FTP. Only pick those one which is having FTP over here. Yeah, FTP written. So we have the only specific output from this heap that where it is and how it is written over here. Now, okay, this will be your Lua, L-U-A. Lua language is used to create these scripts. Okay, Lua, Lua was used to create the you know, different different games and all as well. So this is those. And now what I have done, I have filtered it out. Only FTP related ones I want. And that's why I was saying that, you know, and map is such a powerful tool that can do the n number of things. So here we are right now, we are having this and map over here. Now, out of these things, I know I have to run this against my target and let them, you know, let find out that what they are doing. Now, each of a script will be having different purpose. Like there is going to be this FTP anon. Okay, so FTP anon is going to be your anonymous one. It will check whether anonymous login is allowed or not. Same, there is something like brute. So it will be doing brute forcing on the FTPs. Uh, 
right the some default directory then there is going to be something like you know your prof ftpd ftp1 you know, one cve 2010 4221 so it will be checking whether it is vulnerable to the cve 2010 4221 or not so all these are the pre-written scripts that is there with the nmap so nmap is already very much capable of enumerating your targets okay so here we will go and we will try to enumerate okay so there are these things and when we will be going on to the metasprite you will be understanding that you know how much capable metasprite framework is so here right now we are seeing this thing i will go ahead and you know right like right now guys i can run all these things but remember the target is going to be you know uh, running with the very less capability so it can crash sometime so you might be getting you know not reachable but then you need to restart the target as well okay or after some of the like brute force will be taking a lot of time making a lot of throttle at the target so it can crash the target as well okay so, you know, because it's not a real life target, it's just the demo one, it, although it will be good. But I will suggest that, you know, one by one, run them one by one. Do not kind of, you know, mix it just, uh, you know, on, on a single go, a lot of one or do not run all at once. Right. Try to minimize it. That what need to be done uh, one after another over here. So this is something that you can do. Now, apart from this, what I am going to do is how to run this thing. So with the Nmap, obviously. Right, the, if the script is there, I need to go ahead and do the nmap over here. Nmap, then on which port? FTP is running on the port number 21. So obviously that is, you know, that is going to be my target over there. Now, I will be going on to the something like your hyphen P and hyphen hyphen script okay remember when i was searching for the script i was doing locate and map scripts now i'm running it as a command i'm running it as the hyphen p script now i have to choose the script which i want to run over here so i can choose one by one i can copy it Control shift c Control shift v here and paste it Right, so one of the your script I will be running over here, then going ahead, putting a part. Oh, target we haven't given the target 192.168.20.149. Right, so this is something that what we were doing. Okay, now. We have started with this next thing is i want to save its result that's why i put that pipe in between same command t so whatever will be the output of the first command will be passed to the second command pipe means you are passing it to the second your second command here after the pipe so that is t and give the name your ftp enumeration right so what it will do it will be you know like rather than this enum is enough ftp enum right so here i run one script which is going to check the anonymous ftp login similarly when you guys will be going ahead and trying it out you can try it out one 
by one by one just like right now i'm just showing you with the one okay i run this command and it is telling me that ftp anon anonymous ftp login is allowed okay so this is going to be here so i am not you know i haven't opened the metasploit framework yet okay i haven't opened it so if you're following me for them from the very beginning i'm inside the your folder in my local laptop a tigers machine desktop metasploitable right folder name i have given it to over here now with the 21 port open it is telling me ftp and saying anonymous ftp login is allowed over here okay so it is going to be like this first is this second i can run all of them at once as well if i want to what i have to do like this wildcard so if you notice everyone is you know everything is starting with ftp 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 hyphen and then anything so i can made a script like this as well so that only the you know people of the year okay so when we are talking about this thing what is going to happen we are going to go ahead we're going to run this and because all of them are having the same name starting with the ftp they will be running all at once right they will be running all at once so this is going to be the one thing now this result will be stored here but i will not recommend it to run all of them at together it can crash that machine as well so another thing or another option that you have is to use something like this first script that i copied and comma and you can use two or three together it should be fine like okay if you remember if i will scroll up a bit open ftp service was vsftpd 2.3.4 so here if i know it is a vsftpd so there is one backdoor check vsftpd right so i let me copy this from ftp to nse do not copy the space after that because then it will start run the command then one more comma and this ftp vulnerabilities 2010 2014 this this and you know due to these two three script i want to run only right so if you want to run more you can select them as well and enter okay so it run and it gave me some result okay i keep these results aside i keep these results aside okay so i have these things i have keep these results aside okay good you are saying that ftp login is an anonymous anonymous ftp login is allowed you are also saying vsftpd backdoor is vulnerable this version some results are here and then exploit result is this so what what we should do after this right so we will keep it check now so some of the things are there i'm not going to go ahead and start exploiting these i'm just keeping them aside 
right knowingly i am doing that this is for the port number 21 now similarly there was one more port if actually lot of port that is open so let me just pick up some randomly like this one unreal ircd irc service which is running on this server so what it mean again i have to go ahead and again i have to search for the your particular if i will you know search for the irc if i will show the files that is i am connecting right now you will see one is the nmap scan and another is the ftp nm right now in this one i am gonna go and create a new file so same thing i start with the locate okay now i am gonna go ahead with the something like the locate command and map command and script command same command that we were running earlier now instead of the ftp what i will do this time is write your irc grab irc and enter okay so here when i'm saying locate and map script grab irc i actually go ahead and caught some of the script related to that you can do the brute force you can get information you know in you know enumeration so here if you have noticed the output was something like this anonymous ftp login allowed backdoor is vulnerable so now i have a you know a whole treasure of knowledge that this version that my target was running was having some vulnerability good same you know irc channel is used by the botnets to communicate so again i can run this channel to know that whether i am part of the botnets or not then information if you want to do you can do that or already there is something like unreal ircd backdoor okay so we have few things you know up our sleeves so what i'm going to do is same kind of thing like last time and map Port number was triple six seven. Now, a script we will be writing, and a script is going to go with the your first backdoor. I will be checking. Then, IRC information. If there are any IRC server hosted, I want to know their names. Okay, then there is going to be the IRC botnet channel. So these three I am trying right now. Now I will go and put a pipe, save this result with the I R I R C enumeration, right? And I will press enter over here. And okay, nothing I got. Okay, ideally I was hoping to get something, but instead we got nothing. So here. 149 and 
enter right so here first thing we have the information on the irc there are two user one server two local user local server zero server name is this version is this uptime source identity source host you know key everything is kind of here so details i'm getting that two things one information is there second is unreal ircd backdoor it look like that there is a trojan version of unreal ircd so two outcome out of those scripts i was getting so this is the enumeration finding more detail over here more and more details over there is going to be the helping me out now if you will see both the example that i used whether it was the 21 or whether it was the your irc 6667 okay so this one was on to the your public domain what means when i you know you can see this thing ftp services all the way out there so ftp is more you will be seeing and there is going to be the irc as well so usually whenever there is an irc the people say that you know verify that it is not being used by the botnet okay because this is kind of the legacy protocol now okay even ftp as well you know we use the secure versions of the ftp but now we have the idea that this target that we have the machine it has the two vulnerabilities till now 21 and your 6667 now think about this you have both you have seen the two only because i was only looking for two and i got them right so here i knowingly just find them and give it like a list i'm not going ahead and you know gonna exploit it why i'm doing this remember first day of the offensive i discuss uh you know and i ask a very simple difference between the your what is going to be the vulnerability analysis and what is going to be the pen testing now right now that you are seeing in front of you over here so this is something that vulnerability assessment tools they do they will go ahead they will give the assessment they will assess thing they will assess tell you the which port is open which services is running and you know what you should do like here recommendation will be like kill or stop the service right so that kind of thing we will be doing now pen testing will be when you will go one step further and verify it with the demonstration Practically, you'll be saying that, okay, let's just prove that this is vulnerable and that is going to be the your particular pen testing. Right? So, what is happening? So, this is the difference. So, VA and PT. Now, it will be the battle. Oh, you know, changing the whole things over here. So, we have the C, you know, your starting point and the ending points now. So two services, two services having the some very good vulnerability they are claiming. Now what we will be doing, we will be jumping into the framework, Metasploit framework. Using that, remember I was saying that Metasploit is a very popular security and pen testing framework. So how to use it? So let me just minimize this, uh, you know, 
yeah this was this oh here let me minimize this shell and let me just go jump into the another one so in here what i'm going to do i'm going to run something like msf console so you'll be typing this command msf console and enter so metasploit framework is pre-installed in your system means in kali linux huh? kali linux parrot os there it is pre-installed and if you will see every time a new person will be opening this thing so this you know figure will be changed like for me it is rabbit you can be getting msf you could be getting something like hacker i love you anything okay so they have this different different way of acknowledging it so you know because there was once my student who got worried that rishab i'm not getting the same you know thing as you my matters right you know is different so what they are doing so you have to remember that this is kind of the your banner and this is going to be changed every time right follow the white rabbit so reference from the matrix okay so here you will see now what we have we have these things over here 2049 exploit 1108 auxiliary 344 post 562 payload 45 encoder 10 knobs and 7 evasion okay so these things are going to be in there and this is something which we were talking about the your metasploits module so simply i think uh, earlier as well when we were you know uh, prior to me when i started the offensive there was the people who were taught teaching you defensive i'm 100 percent sure that there will be the terms which was used like the exploits payloads right so what it means it is similar to that exploit is referring to a specific software program or module that can take advantage of vulnerability in the target system so it is a whole software program or a module which is can take advantage of the vulnerability against the target system means attacking software which is going to deliver a payload right so there is also going to be the second thing the payloads okay second thing i am showing you the payloads okay all right so in the same format here exploit and then the payloads okay because i just use the term that it, you know exploit is an attacking software that is going to deliver a payload payload is actually the code that run remotely so payload refers to the code or a software that is going to execute on the target system after a successful exploit over there so that is going to be the actual code that is going to run onto the target. That is the your payload over there. Then there will be something like what we call auxiliaries. So when we are saying auxiliaries, they are what? They are going to be the scanner. Okay, their purpose is going to be like scanner, a sniffer, add. fuzzers right there is going to be the fuzzers there is going to be the spoofers okay fuzzers spoofers and other non exploit framework and other non exploit features right so means you are this is not going to help you to exploit okay 
So when we are talking about this thing, uh, you know, uh, exploits and all. Right, uh, so when we are talking about this thing, so, you know, exploit is going ahead and doing the attack and using it as well. Right, draw delivering the payload and actually helping you to get the access of the target. But auxiliary is for the purpose of, you know, enumeration scanning. So, you know, for these kind of purpose, you will be using an auxiliaries, right? Then there is going to be the your post. Right, post means post exploitation. Additional task once you know with the help of exploit with the you know with, through the auxiliary you will be finding some vulnerability then through the exploit and payload you will be delivering the payload you will be compromising system delivering a payload now what you want to do after that you got the access of a device now what you want to do okay post will be the additional task that you can perform on that compromised devices so it is a type of a module that used after an attacker has successfully gained the access to the target system. Like I can start a service over there. Okay, I can run a kind of a malware. Or let's say a remote connection one or backdoor I can create. Now run it as the legitimate service, right? Change its name, legitimate service. Okay, you know, and then registered it, you know, change the registry and you know store it over there as well. So that even after reboot, it can still work. So this kind of the task is after you got the access of the system, then you are making these changes on this system. So to doing that, post will be helping you, right? What after the successful access, right? That will be the post's task. Now, then there is going to be the encoder. Encoder, it makes sure that your payload, it make it to the, its destination intact and undetected in simple terms, right? So, you know, the, the official definition you will be seeing here, but in simple language, one liner, it makes sure that your payload, it make it to the destination intact and undetected. So encoder is a type of a module that is used to modify the appearance of an exploit or a payload in order to evade detection by any antivirus software or even the intrusion detection system IDS. So this is going to be your encoder then there is going to be something like your knobs no operation okay so in again one liner if we'll keep my payload size consistent across exploit attempts right so it should not be the thing that you know i'm trying to exploit and my you know uh, payload size it keep increasing one after another because then it will become detectable so the work of the knobs is to keep payload size consistent across exploit attempts so it is the instruction or sequence is a type of assembly language instruction that perform no that perform no operation or effect, right? But I was explaining it into the simple language. Then last one that is new recently added with the new some updates that is going to be the evasion. So evasion it referred to the practice of modifying an exploit or a payload in order to avoid detection mitigation by the security defense on the target system. So these are the some of the modules that is going to be in the your uh, you know metasploit and usually why I'm saying module why it is important like if I'm using exploit it will be something like this exploit then what is the target platform like Windows okay then there is going to be the your uh, which target service 
like Samba service. Okay, and then module name. Right, so this will be like service. This is going to be like, you know, target platform. This is going to be my module. Okay, so this is the one thing. So again, who is asking for knobs? Knob sizes like my payload that I was dropping with the exploit. It should reach to my target intact and without an intact and your without. Uh, sorry, sorry, I, that was the encode driver saying. My bad. Knobs. Knobs is keeping the payload size consistent across all the exploit attempts. So when exploit is try to change anything. Right, a method, a software, do anything. I have to make sure the payload size is not increasing. Right? With each attempt, you keep adding some data to it. No. It should be consistent. So that's why I am using the knobs. Okay, that is the reason behind it. Else if its size keep getting increased, it might get detected. Okay, so this is the one thing. Now this is the simply the module, how you will be seeing things and all these kind of a thing. So we'll be seeing those kind of thing. And very first thing that I want to talk about this here is it will be very much simple. Using Metasploit framework is very simple. Now, when we are talking about this thing, this is going to be like, you know, your uh, one thing that is in there. And in this one, uh, I'm going to talk about how to use it in very really simple thing. Like if you are talking about uh, SQL or you will be talking about the your, you know, what I would say, SQL or English language, right? It will be similar to that. Like simply, you can go with this something like search. Okay. Now after the search, I whatever I want to search, I can just go with that thing. Okay. Like uh, if you guys remember, WannaCry, it happened due to the Eternal Blue, right? So the vulnerability name was eternal blue, eternal sunshine, eternal romance, that kind of a thing. So what if I would like to search about this something like eternal blue? Okay, search eternal blue. Okay, now type also I can mention if you want, you know, generally if I'll be going with this something like eternal blue, only this thing, no search result for the eternal blue. Okay, mm, nothing. Search eternal. Oh, spelling mistake. Okay. E T E R N A L. Eternal blue and enter. Right. So this is going to be in there. Now I'm going to go ahead and here you can see exploit window Samba MS 10 eternal blue. So something related to eternal blues are popping up over here. So some of them are auxiliaries. Some of them are exploits, right? So these things are just here. Now what I can do is same thing I can do again, search, okay? Then I can make it like your uh, eternal blue, search eternal blue. Then I can go ahead and I can specify the types as well, type. What I'm looking for, I'm looking for any exploit, which is with the name eternal blue. Right. So when you do this thing, you get two over here. Okay. Few more as well because there was the eternal romance name as well given to this one. So 
you know it is just like that i did something very simple thing search this one like if you have done the vnc connection anytime right if you have used the vnc connections so there will be something like windows related vnc okay or i can search something like search windows or ms sql okay again so something related to this am i having something like this over here or not this is okay so this is just like that so lot of the things are there again i can make sure that what i want an exploit no voice was not breaking i was on the mute guys okay so here windows then i am just going to be just wait for this one so you know exploits only i'm getting so types i can type it over here ms sql related whole thing will be jumping at once so you know you can search for the anything that you want now this is something that what you are using over here okay so on these kind of a things what i am going to do is i am at the ms5 uh, you know metasploit framework over here so this is the one thing that what we should be knowing that you know it is very easy to use like this because whenever we'll be going ahead and seeing a few more things it will be making them these kind of a changes as well now before we start using it properly there are the different editions of your meta exploit itself so when we are talking about this thing so there are the different of the uh, meta exploits editions that come into the picture okay so in here what is happening we will be starting with this something like your meta exploit framework first of all then there is meta exploit community there is meta exploit express and then meta exploit pro okay all things are there so first is the framework so it is free open source command line version which is generally you are seeing installed by default in the kali linux right so this is what we are dealing with come you know, your framework meta exploit framework free open source command line version which is installed in the by default in the kali linux parrot os itself then there is going to be the meta exploit community a free one year license okay limited functional version of the meta you know there is a pro so some limited version of the or features of the pro will be given with the community over there right so it will be having a free one year license some limited functional functionality version of the your pro it will be there the community edition then there is meta exploit express which is simplified commercial edition for security professional who want to validate the vulnerabilities so if you want to just validate the vulnerability that is going to be the express and then there is going to be the pro over here so pro is going to need it with the a full feature graphical version that is going to include quick start wizard easy vulnerability scanning validation phishing campaign reporting everything to generate reports phishing campaign run the phishing campaign from here so lot of thing can be done via the your metasploit pro itself so we have seen this kind of a things over there and you know if i will be talking about the one more thing that is going to be the architecture of meta exploit over here so this is something like you know your meta exploits architecture over here which we are generally you know we generally see over there so meta exploit framework it has modular architecture and the exploit payload encoder they are 
so on and they are considered to be a separate module over here right so these are the modules that we were seeing few seconds ago right now you can see we are having the cli gui consoles web these kind of ways of going ahead and accessing over here now what metasploit it use it use different library just like any other application that you will be having it, it is also using the library that is holding the key that how this whole infrastructure framework will be properly function so these libraries they are collection of predefined tasks operation and function which can be utilized by the different modules of the framework over here so the most fundamental part of the framework is the racks okay racks so racks is your ruby extension ruby extension okay so this is the ruby extension library so some of the component provided by the racks it include like wrapper socket subsystem implementation of protocol client so you know, protocol client and server logging subsystem or you know exploitation utility classes number of different different classes that is going to be defined over here okay so rex it is itself designed to have no dependency other than what comes with the default ruby installation so all the dependency of the ruby installation that is default that is going to be with this rex library right then you are going to have the metasploit framework core which is going to extend the rex right so it is responsible for implementing all of the required interfaces okay uh, you know all of the required interfaces that allow interacting with the exploit module over here right so that is going to be there so you know all these things uh, that allowing you to interact with the exploit module session and even plugins then there is going to be the, you know that this is the core library and it is extended this core library is extended by this base library okay which is designed to provide simple wrapper routine for dealing with the framework core as well as providing utility classes for dealing with the different aspect of framework such as serializing any module okay output format and all these kind of a thing and finally this the base library it is extended by the framework's user interface so these different things the interfaces this is extended by the your interfaces so it implement the support of the different type to ui that how it should be working you will be sending the command how it should be interacting so these kind of things are going to be in there right just to give you the idea that how the architecture of the metasploit it goes it is going to be in there now you know the same metasploit it can also be used to perform your more of the enumeration itself so like directly i can show you some of the you know screenshots i have put in over here okay so one enumeration i have already done with the nmap i can do this with the and you know over you remember there was the uh what was those uh, auxiliaries right so auxiliaries is going to be over the place you know same place so when i'm talking about the auxiliaries auxiliaries are going to be you know helping you to exploit the things okay so again guys i keep saying that people are asking nop i explain the nop so nop's work is make sure 
my payload size is not increasing when you are dropping that and exploit is dropping onto the your particular you know exploit is being dropped and trying the different way of finding a way inside the your system so while it is making those attempts during that time payload size and you know things they are uh, the contain code doesn't change right it doesn't increase its size so it will be kind of you know fixing that okay so that's the one thing now then there is going to be the you know okay enumerating different services that is going to be over here now there is going to be the your first of all we have the metasploit framework like you can see uh, we are exploring going ahead and enumerating smtp services so if you want to do that you can find you know smtp enum module okay in the ex you know in the auxiliaries so search for the something like smtp enum and then you know i will be showing you that why this is happening so usually how you'll be going ahead like if i have to show you this thing how it generally happens is you want to enumerate okay let me just go ahead and type something like uh let me do one thing minimize this one let me make it full screen great okay so i will be running something like your search smtp anna right something like this okay i think i give the too much space in between no space so i'll be simply going with the smtp anum over here okay wrong results okay i oh that should be i think uh if it is not this one then i think it is going to be the smtp your underscore enum right because it gave me 222 options i can't search it from here so there is going to be the search smtp underscore enum right so first i want to show you this thing so here you go you find one auxiliary with the name smtp enum over here now what i am going to do is there is going to be the you know once you will be going with the smtp enum I can simply either type like this use and then copy this whole name till the end okay two ways I will be showing you first let me just copy paste this I'm using use and the copy this whole name and press enter now you will see your prompt has changed to this A scanner SMTP SMTP enum right so means now I'm going to use this auxiliary so first of all just like using the English language I'm gonna go and say show options okay so it will show me the option so I will see here our host our port right these kind of a thing so rest is you know thread is there and rest is set our host is empty okay so when we are talking about these scenarios uh, the our host and L host so what are these things just to give you the idea so when I'm talking about this thing there is going to be the things like our host, our port. R means remote, remote host, remote port. That is going to be the your remote means your target. 
okay l host l port okay local host local port means usually it means listener right this is going to be the listener over here means your usually for the local host means your attacker okay attackers machines so this is the attackers machine okay host which port of the attacker you want to use uh, sorry remote which which of the target host and which of the target port you want to use which of the target host port you want to use similarly there will be you know if you will be having sometimes some smb based services so there is going to be like smb user you can define in ssh we define something like username so you know similar to these kind of a things over there okay so l host as i was saying l means attacker so attackers machine l port attackers port right which port attacker is using so same as that so you'll be seeing these things practically don't worry okay let me just go back over here to this part right so you can see right now your r host means what is my target it is not set so i will say something like set our host and 192.168.20.149 and enter and you will see now again you want to cross verify you can again go with the show option and this time you will see your r host is set now once your r host is set you can simply type run and it will start running the scanner this is scanner So you will see it grab a banner from there. Okay, so we are doing what enumeration. Okay. I hope it will be giving me more detail. So it is just running. So while it is running, giving me some results, let's just go back and you can see SMTP. So it will be going ahead and you know, going ahead and you will be going with this thing. We'll connecting and you will be, it will be trying to give you the mail server if there will be one using the word list to enumerate what could be the users and all those kind of a things over there, right? So SMTP enum, when you will do, you will be running this thing. So it will be like this one and possible username it is right now running a brute force if you will see it will use a word list to enumerate which user that are present on the remote system right so finding those idea over there so right now it is doing brute forcing that's why it is taking its time and it will give you some results like these okay when it is 100% complete it will be showing you a results like these over here okay you will be having the smtp okay so it is already happening over in the back end now we are enumerating you know apart from this if you want to do the net bios you can search the auxiliary like nb name net bios nb name and what it will do it will be it module it will be scanning the range of the host and determine the host name via the you know what are the host name by the net bios service over there 
so this is it so it is you know doing what enumeration finding you the version grabbing banners what user could be there giving you the more idea over there made more details over there right so you will keep seeing this thing that this one through the you know and net bios you set this one set our host set thread run it and you will be getting the you know you know like these names over there right in the metasploitable server if it is hosting nbt stat and all these things so this is one another thing that you can also try by yourself as well okay so you know i'm just showing you first i'm just showing you the slides all together and then i will be just showing you some different ones as well now even i can enumerate the ssh through the metasploitable i can use ssh login auxiliary module and we can scan the whole ip address and can do the you know uh, to do the login attempt via the ssh either via the provided password or a word list means two ways are there either if you are already familiar with the some username which is not the admin or root right a normal username and password as well you can provide them as well or if you have a list of the username and password so you can provide them as well so you know you'll be seeing the option like either you have the username or user pass file okay similarly for password as well password or pass file if you have that you can store them and it will be doing going ahead and try to find out that what could be the username over there okay so this is something that you can do and you know that this will be the one you will be going have setting up all things you will be running thing with everything ready to go we run the module when a valid credential pair found we are presented with the shell code on the remote machine over there so you can see this this is the whole testing out kind of a thing though they are trying the different different combination of the username and password over there so this is can be also completed over there if you are providing the username and password over there so this is just few examples that i was showing you over here that can be used at the particular time so if i go back to my machine right so here that auxiliary now has complete its run and it is giving me some idea output over here that first it found a banner so banner grabbing also it is doing for enumeration then it found some user for us like backup bin daemon all these whole list over here right so it scanned this whole list and it is completed it is what it is showing right so enumeration is finding more information on that specific services so this is what we are completing over here or achieving over here right so this is the one thing now not only this i can go ahead and do something like your okay let's just do some fun let me clear all this and let me just click on back you know so if i have to come out of this auxiliary that i have selected i will simply type back okay now i can do something like search again and i can search for the vnc underscore login okay and enter so there is one auxiliary popping up with the vnc login i can see what i i need to do use last time i did what copy the whole auxiliary name and paste it here this time i will be smart using this number over here use zero enter so my prompt it has been changed to the scanner right i'm having it over here simply i will say show me your options what i need to enter over here okay so obviously the from whole list you will be seeing 
there will be R host which will be empty. Okay. So what you need to do set R host means your target dot two zero dot one forty nine and enter. Okay. If you want to verify, you can verify this again by show option again. And if not, I can simply type run and enter. Okay, so what it did, if anyone noticed what it has done, it was saying no active data, but it gave me something like login successful password. Actually, it is giving you the password. It has find the password for the VNC. Okay, so if you will see VNC password, password is password. Okay, it has find the password for you already for the VNC. So if what I will do, I will open a new tab, huh? new uh, shell connection over here. Let me minimize this, minimize this as well. And the third one, this is the one. Okay, so if you are familiar, you have used the VNC viewer anytime. So you will be familiar over here. So what I'm going to do, VNC viewer and the target's IP address. Two zero dot one forty nine, right? Enter. So it is asking me password for the VNC. So password was password. I type the password. So you know, and press enter. And you will see that this is the remote access of the machine that I am getting. Okay, remote access of my machine that I am getting over here. Debian based Ubuntu workspace 2, visible auto hide, maximized layer alpha. Okay, so let me go to the one, workspace one, four. Okay, uh, there should be something like. Okay, so time is there. There should be. Okay, so what I got, I got the access of this machine. Although this was not my intention to show the directly the connection of the machine, but yeah, while we are with this one, why can't we see this thing? So you can see the machine because I can't do a lot inside the your Metasploit table. It is just for the testing purpose. So yeah, we will be having something like this running over here, right? So I can use it like this purpose as well. It's just up to us that how we are using the different different scanners and everything that was popped here. Right, so yes, because this is the default and you know uh, why it happened so quickly was this is just for the practice purpose, right? So this is something that is happening right now. Now, you know, if you want that SSH login kind of a thing which we were talking about, so we can use for the same thing. So what I can do is I can just simply go ahead and, okay, so we can see SSH login, so same thing. Again, let me just do the clear the screen. Do something like search. Oh, before that, because I am inside the scanner right now, VNC. So I have to type back first. Then search SSH underscore login. Now there are two auxiliaries. I am gonna use first one SSH login. So use zero enter my auxiliary changed quickly right so once my auxiliary it changed over here so what is going to happen 
I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to write something like your uh, one thing. Let's log in. Show options again. It's show option is same that was in the screenshot. Password, password file. I am not going to use file. Okay, I will be directly using the username and password. If you will notice in the uh, uh, your here in the metasploitable machine, you will be seeing that in there second last line is mentioning the login with the MSF admin, MSF admin already giving you the username password over here. Right. So yeah, so I will be using these things in the simplest term possible, right? So as you can see here, I have both option available. Either I can go or I can give a password file or directly a password, even a normal user username password you can have. So this is something that what we are going to do and with that our host as well. So first let me set the our host 192.168.20.140. Nine. Then set L hosts. Oh, what I'm saying, no need of L host password or username, right? Username. Okay, we'll be going with the username MSF admin. Set. The password MSF admin. So it is already written on the screen. So we are going to go ahead and work with this. So MSF admin username password as well. All these things are set. Then what needs to done? Do run. So you will see you will see go here and you will be finding what successful MSF admin MSF admin was logged in. And then your user ID of this is 1000 group ID is 1000 group is 4. Then apart from that, it also gave us other users running on this system. Other groups here, all the details over here. Okay, so this is giving us all other users present over here or the groups also that is in there. So this is working in that particular purpose to give you the more idea that what can be worked over that particular part. So this is something that what we are having. Port scan slash TCP. So there is this auxiliary direct. I'm going to go ahead and use zero. Okay, first one. Once I have find this thing, you'll be again checking its help right show option show options so concurrency is set to 10 if you want to change it you know i can change it to the 50 the number of concurrent port to check per host how many ports per host concurrently you want to check so i will increase it so that my output is fast you need to mention how many ports you want to access all these kind of a things right so for you it will it might not be set for me it is already set okay so what I have to do, I will be going ahead and typing things like the set concurrency, first of all, concurrency, and that is going to be like 50 ports you can check concurrently. 
then there is going to be your once this is it after this we are going to do and go with the set our hosts yeah our host that is 192.168.20.149 okay then also the ports as well like uh set 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 my bad set your port ports and then is going to be your between one to let's say twenty thousand i want to investigate so i will go with this and my ports are also set now simply you need to do one thing run so it will keep going on and concurrently keep giving you the output which port is open 21 is open 22 is open 23 is open 5 53 139 111 right like this you keep getting the idea over here so you know auxiliaries they are being used as to you know way of scanning helping you with the enumeration so all these purpose of the auxiliaries you will be seeing over here now simply if you are running some sample services over there, you know, let's check that for that as well. Okay, so check for the Samba services over here. So again, we will do search. And this time we'll be looking for something like SMB underscore enum share. Okay. So there is one with the enum shares and that is this auxiliary. If Samba services is running, we are going to say use zero enter and it's changed. Okay, and I forgot to type the your back over here. So, you know, luckily it gave us this new uh, right result, which I wanted to change the scanner. So here, so always follow a practice of typing the back. Right, so this is something that what we are having over there. So once it is there, what I'm going to do, I have searched this thing and then again, same thing, show option. So in this one, we don't need to do, you know, set lot of thing. So we'll be setting the you know, our host only like this. Set our host 192.168.20.149 and enter and it is set and then simply type run. Right. So already because there is no other, so, you know, your Samba users names or anything that was running. That's why it is just giving me no result. But this is how you'll be executing different, different services over here. Now, this is the one part that we have seen, right? That your auxiliaries are being used for the multiple purpose enumerating, enumerating, you know, through the your Metasploit file itself. Now, Next thing that we are going to do is going to be the exploiting vulnerability to gain the access over here. So this is the next thing that what we want to do over here. So you want to exploit whatever port it, you know, you can do that. Like already I am having some results from the past scans, right? So I can use them as well and, you know, something new as well. 
directly so it's just up to us that how we want to use it so now we'll be starting with this something like your get doing the your or you know compromising the system or gaining the access through the metasploit framework so for this if i will minimize this one go to this one uh, the second tab so if you remember some results i was collecting right so from here if you see okay two things were happening here first it was saying anonymous ftp login is allowed so if you are familiar with this it is nothing so i haven't done the pen testing yet so from this point pen testing will be starting so anonymous ftp login i read that one what it means if you type username anonymous and leave the password empty and try to log in it will allow you the login okay it's a default login one so check that one out so what i can do is simply i can write something like ftp dot 149 and enter this thing over here now in this particular part i will be going ahead and simply typing the name of uh, here name here so it will be like anonymous and password is nothing empty and enter ftp is going to be like your ftp is going to be now here i am inside the ftp login successful but this is not a very interactive one if you do anything you will be getting nothing over here right not no not seeing anything so simply i will type exit so this is when i am doing this so actually anonymous allowed me to log in so this is what this is my pen testing that i am doing right so this is something that what i am doing now so when i start reading those results and work with them so again it was saying vs ftpd backdoor was there so why not i go back to my metasploit framework and type back okay now here search for the something like vs ftpd here and i directly got the exploit not the auxiliaries anymore i am onto the exploit now so what to do i will be going from here and talking about use zero enter okay use zero and then enter and it was saying this is very important thing for this exploit there was no payload that was configured that's why it is defaulting to the cmd unix interact okay at this point so it is telling you that you know what it is doing over here now what we are going to do is we are going to go ahead and you know it has already changed to the default payload that's good simply show options when you see you go ahead and you check this something like you know show options there is going to be the r host which is not set yet okay and this is something we keep seeing from the long time so set r host and you know your one two dot one six eight dot two zero dot 149 right and again i will do show options verify this my target is set port obviously because it is ftp based right 
it is FTP based vulnerability automatically port number is 21. So we are at this point. What we are going to do, we are going to go ahead and we are going to do we are clearing this whole thing. So I will be going ahead and starting with this something like. OK, this is done. Uh, clear as well. Cool. So simply either run or exploit this time. Also, you can type either run or exploit whatever you mean. You know, you want to type. So I type run. It run and it is saying uh, no session is created. So why is that? Let me check sessions. Okay, there is the one session, right, which is running. So let me just check that whether it put it into the background or something like that. So sessions hyphen I, which one? ID is one. Its ID is one. So I will be using it. Okay, usually it should be directly creating the one for you starting the interaction with one okay and 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 let's just wait hmm. okay i'm typing the commands over here so this is the shell that i'm getting so i type something like who am i it is saying you are the msf admin Okay, this is for the another one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, port number SSH where we are connected through the 133. I think this is the last one that what we were doing when SSH one which we were doing. I think it is for that. Okay, I think it has been open for that. But no session was created. Oh, I forgot to read this one exploit completed, but no session was created. Okay, this can happen sometime. So I will say exit. Okay, so I will exit it from here. So I came back to my, you know, VSFTPD backdoor over here. So it is doing something like this. And sometimes this happen is what you need to do uh, because this is happening due to the your uh, bit of this meta exploit being down sometimes. So I will be restarting the guest just a minute. Okay, this is here. Okay, come back, right? So this is the, you know, my target over here. So now what is going to happen is, uh, we are here, and at this point, we are gonna go ahead and again run this. You know, again, I am checking the options. My options show options. It is already set, and again, I will do the run. And this time, if you will notice, it is telling me command command shell to open. Right. This time my session has been created and I can do something like who am I? So it is going to tell me you are the root user. OK, then what is happening with the this one? If I want to check where I am, which machine you name hyphen a. So you can see I am inside the Linux Metasploitable 2.6 server. This general, this all these kind of thing, right? So it is telling me, it is telling me that where I am, I am on the Metasploitable machine. So means my exploit it work wonderfully, right? So now if I want to do something like uh, PWD, present working directory, 
I'm in the root. So ls hyphen n. I was in the files fine system. Uh, now I want to go to root or anywhere. I am allowed to do anything. Cd oh, your root as why? Because I was the root user. If you remember. I am here. Even you can check the ID. You are the root user, guys. UID zero, group ID zero. That's here. Okay. So you are already the part of this. Now, simply because my task is done, I wanted to show you this. I will go and exit from here. Okay. One thing. Second thing, you know, either I can do with something like this or if you remember when I was reading this whole, uh, let me do one thing. Huh? Let me just minimize this. Let me come back here. And in this one, I will be uh, again reading that nmap scan result. So if you remember on 1099, there is Java RMI running, right? So, you know, this is something that I have seen multiple exploits as well. So why don't I go back onto the Metasploit and type back first of all. Back and clear. Then again, I will do something like your search. Your Java underscore RMI underscore server. Okay, search for something like this. So you'll be finding two things. If you want auxiliary, you can use auxiliary and I will directly show you the exploit now. So simply use one. Okay, now in here again, you will you can check out the whole thing like show option. There will be the R host, which is not going to set. Okay, L host, L port, everything is set. Okay, if you want to change them, it's up to you. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the R hosts. That would be 192.168.20.149 over here. And enter. Our host is set. And what I will do, I will do run. So it is saying it run it run the RMI and it is telling you the metapreter session three. It is opened. Oh, and this happened multiple time with this Java RMI that you will see exploit failed runtime error. Okay, so runtime error it happened. No issue. It already opened a session three for me before that if you will see. So again, I will do sessions. It will show me how many sessions are running right now. So number three is running, which is the metapreter one. Okay, so I will go and I will simply go and do the something like sessions hyphen I three. Right, starting the session and now it has opened the metapreter shell for me. Okay, so this is the category of a shell which is only being seen with your metapreter only. Okay, so this is only being seen with your metapreter only. So when we talk about this, Metapreter is a Metasploit attack payload which provide the interactive shell from which attacker they can explore the target machine and they can execute the code. So this Metapreter is deployed using the DLL injection. 
okay so dll injection uh, when we talk about this metapreter is deployed using you know in in memory dll injection so the result of this is the metapreter meta it will be reside entirely into the in memory and write nothing to the disk so it no new process are created as metapreter it inject itself to the compromise process so this is a metapreter shell that is going to be in there which attacker will be using which is doing what simple in simple term giving you the access of the target so you know this is different from the normal shells so here you have to run different command like sysinfo you can run sysinfo enter it will give you the information you know information that which computer you are which operating system you are you know version all these kind of thing will be here so this is going to be the metapreter you know some commands will be same like present working directory okay uh, like doing ls hyphen l okay like this if you want to see what uh, you know processes are running over there you can run the ps command so these are the processes that is running on my metasploit here metasploitable 2 okay machine target machine so this kind of command again we can use so let me do the exit and i will be back from that metapreter and i can type something like back as well okay so this is how you can exploit things over here again okay metapreter is nothing but a shell which is giving you the you know reverse shell connection that you need to understand for now okay i'm not going to take you very much deep i was just trying to give you the idea for the people who is already familiar with these terms so simply metapreter is giving you the connection over here it is a shell through which you can query your target okay so this is here what we were using okay and one last thing what i can tell you about this is uh so prior to this you know there was this irc also we scan so this thing if someone wants to try you know you can try at your own time when you are free so you know irc was giving me something like unreal ircd backdoor but one very important thing i will tell you over here and you know related to this metaspatter as well that if i will come back and make it clear and simply search for that unreal ircd over here so what i am getting i am getting this unreal ircd 3.2.8.1 okay this is something that i am getting over here a backdoor command execution at this point okay so i will go ahead and i will type like use zero over here and enter right i'm there inside this one now again same thing but if you notice last time there was a line which is saying no payload configured going for the default but this time there is no such option that means no payload is selected yet so what you will do you will go with this something like show payloads okay so what it will do it will be showing the you know compatible payload with this exploit okay so you can do that you can go with this something like set your mm -hmm, payload and which one anyone you can use like this one you want to use you would want to use this one so you can go with this one right so i'm using this one like for example set payload and this one 
and then you need to go and check the options show options so you need to set r host l host okay so you will do that you will run it you will get the session and you will work with it right so this is how generally it works okay so this is the bit of the information about the metapreter itself over there